totally hear the train. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Recording is free. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to Podventures in Odyssey. I'm Tatiana. And I'm Emily. And we are here with our first official episode covering an actual episode of Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah, exciting, isn't it? Very, very exciting. A little bit nerve-wracking, to be honest. Are, are you excited? I'm excited. Are you more excited than nervous? Uh, equal parts. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's fair to say. Me too. So let's dive right into it, why don't we? This episode is called Wits Flop, and it is about a time when wit flopped. Do you think that's <laughs> an accurate summary? <laughs> uh, it's It's about that, but it's also about him teaching another kid who was experiencing failure. Yeah, that's actually like a way more accurate summary of what happens in the episode. So as for format of our little podcast, why don't we go over just a little summary of exactly what happens in this episode, and then we can go over all of our thoughts and feelings about listening to it and like the lessons that it teaches and all of that. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. So why don't you begin what happens in the very opening of Wits Flop? Right. So I feel like we can't not mention Chris. Yes. To begin with. Very good thinking. The Chris interludes are sort of a very important part of these early episodes of Odyssey. Um, I feel like they had sort of a different vision of what the format of the show was going to be at the time. Mm-hmm. They were still figuring out their secret sauce, their, 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 um... Like, their, their whole rhythm of, like, what each Adventures in Odyssey was gonna be. Yeah. It's true, yeah, it's interesting re-listening, because you can tell, um, based on what you know Odyssey becomes later on, it's like, the episode isn't bad at all, but it's so much simpler, and there are so many, like, there are fewer moving parts, Mm-hmm. There's just less to it, and not necessarily in a bad way, but it just it matures into something so much more complex. And I know I'm kind of like getting ahead of ourselves, but <laughs> um, it does open with a little interlude by our dearest Chris, who is having a plumber take care of something at her house. And in typical fashion, this little interlude um, directly relates to the topic of the episode. The plumber is experiencing issues, um, plumbing? <laughs> he's a ba- he's like, I'm a bad plumber, and Chris is like, no, you're not, you're fine. And then the plumbing makes, like, a sound effect that no plumbing should ever make. It's, like, truly not a plumbing sound effect. It's just, like, it's almost, like, space, sort of, like, weird, like, zing, zing kind of sounds come from Chris's sink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can insert them. We'll see. But it's like something as I was listening, I was like, that's not a sound. <laughs> that's not a sync sound. It's like you expect... Uh, and to be fair, the Foley artists are fantastic on this show. Absolutely. Um, I think they were just... They were having fun. They were having fun. They were having fun. They, they make a good point. This plumber is like... Oh, is his name Tony? 
Did he have a name? I, I thought he had a name. We just listened to this. I know, we literally did. I feel like his name was Tony, and he's like, I'm sorry, Chris. And she's like, oh, you're fine. And then it's like, oh, no, I guess uh, I, I made a mistake. And she's like, that's okay. You know, there was like a famous person who also made a mistake, and I'm going to tease you but not tell you who it is until after the episode. Because, of course, the sink starts overflowing. The handle is stuck. Oh, no, we have oh. to cut to the episode. Oh, Oh yeah, that's right. That happens after the little the the song intro. Man, I've like missed the original theme song. It's so fun to hear it again and to hear Wit giving his little like, "Oh, hey there," as if he just like you just walked into his workshop and he sees you and he's working on something that is falling apart, which is also very thematic for this episode. I realized I was like, "Huh, it's almost as if that intro bit is, like, specific to this episode, but it becomes the intro bit for, like, most of the rest of Odyssey. It really does. I, I'm kind of wondering if they were intending to create a separate intro for each episode and just decided to keep this one, or if they had planned that from the beginning. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I love it. It's a little like, oh, hey, let's see if this thing works. And then it doesn't. And he's like, whoa, okay. Well, uh, join us on an adventure. And I know that's not exactly how it goes. But after that, then Chris uh, introduces the episode as her plumbing disaster unfolds. And then, uh, yeah, we open on Odyssey on a little baseball game. On the coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> That would be the coyotes' cheer that these children do so delightfully multiple times throughout the episode. And uh, we're introduced to Coach Tom Riley, who is, of course, going to become an integral, in, integral, integral. integral character throughout the series. Um, and he's coaching the team, and everybody seems to have an issue with one kid. One kid who has, up to this point, we're led to believe, not... Uh, succeeded once in his life in his life at anything specifically baseball but i mean they they kind of talk as though this kid has you know he's like a klutz and has never done anything good as far as anybody knows what's the kid's name uh his last name is holcomb uh oh davy i was like wow it's funny how just how quick we are to forget and how easy it is. But this this won't happen so much as we go on because characters will start to become consistent. Yeah, that's another important thing to mention is uh, these album one characters, especially mm-hmm. the kids, they are one-offs. A lot of them are one-offs. The majority one-offs. of them do not ever show up again. Yeah, just Davey to does tease not. a little bit. <laughs> a lot of these kids are here and then gone. Like grass on the wind. Is that a phrase? Like, like, no. Like a grass. Is it biblical? <laughs> what is the phrase? Like the grass like in the, the morning, lilies. it rises up and then it's blown away. Oh, maybe not. Oh, I don't know. Biblical that was, metaphor. That was our biblical metaphor of the podcast episode. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so the kids are, are displeased because Davy is up to bat and they're ahead but they're worried that Davy is going to make them lose, especially Ralph, this kid who's real rude about it, and Tom, the coach, is trying to get them all to behave and be nice, and he's optimistic that they'll win, and then we cut to Wit's End. Yep. Uh, when we reach Wit's End, what do we start with? We start with Wit, Wit on a phone call 
Who, with Gladys? Yeah, I think some some lady named Gladys who also she will never an be Olympic, seen or heard again. She's like an Olympic gymnast instructor or something. She's scheduling something with Wits End, and then there's a joke about how the coyotes. He's like, oh, 15 coyotes. coyotes just walked in. Oh, no, 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 Gladys, not real coyotes. It's a sports team. <laughs> the baseball team. And then you worry, like, poor Gladys. Poor Gladys just worries that Wits End is being overrun by coyotes and Wits is just like, oh, well, never mind. Goodbye. And this woman is left to wonder. We can only assume. And Wit comes out and tries to incite the coyote cheer. And and they... And he's like, hey now. And it's very... Well, it's sad because obviously they lost the baseball game. Um, and they all blame it on Davy for being a big failure at everything he's ever done. And meanwhile, outside, Davy trips and, and breaks one of Wit's planters. And Tom tries to be encouraging about it, but Davy is just kind of bummed out and, like, obviously buying into the idea that everything he touches turns to ash. Uh, yeah, that'd be an accurate way to describe it. Wit mentions that Davy is in his Bible study group at church, and he talks to Davy, brings him aside, and says, like, hey... I never knew you were on the baseball team. Why didn't you ever mention it? And the kids tease Davy and say, like, oh, if I played like him, I wouldn't mention it either. Uh, Davy gets bummed out, and uh, he and Wit uh, go off to some other part of Wit's End. Well, Davy, who has never been to Wit's End before, mm -hmm. um, is looking around, and Wit's like, oh, let me give you the tour. Oh, that's what happens, yeah. So they're kind of exploring Wit's End. This is also the audience introduction to Wit's End, of mm -hmm. course. I know, yeah, Davies it's so interesting. surrogate character. Interesting here. to see, like, this place introduced that is, like, I feel like a second home in my imagination. And the the word, the single word we get to describe it is strange. Oh, is that? Oh, Davies, Out of Davies like, mouth. it's a strange place, and mm -hmm. it's it's kind of sweet. Wit just kind of chuckles and is like, I guess it is at that. Yeah. Thus, thus begins Wit's, like, uh, excellent characterization as a cheerful, very godly, kind of fatherly figure throughout all of Odyssey. It's just, I, I was kind of struck this time, I'm sorry, I'm dipping into commentary right now, but struck by how Wit um, is characterized as someone who is, like, inoffendable about things and is so much more concerned with the the heart behind Davy and, like, the person of who Davy is rather than taking offense at his, like, whole life's work being called a strange place. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's a sweet yeah. little, like, chuckle that he gives. It's great characterization. Anyway, uh, moving on with the plot. Like, so they are looking at inventions that Wit has collected. Yeah, he's showing him around Wit's End. He points out that there's an inventor's corner and tries to encourage Davy to go over there and invent something. And Davy, of course, who has failed at everything in life so far, um, says, what's the point? And mm -hmm. says that whatever he creates would just be a mistake anyways. And then and that will reminds Wit of an invention. And he is like, oh, come look at this thing. And he shows it to Davy, and it, like, does nothing. It's, like, a weird invention. That's when it's introduced, right? Uh, no, no, it's no. not. He unveils it to everybody. He unveils it to everybody. He wow. has Davy help carry it out. Oh, that's right. They go in and grab this invention, and he has the kids gather around, everyone. And that's not Wit's voice. That wasn't <laughs> that an was... impression of Wit's voice either. That was Tatiana's showman voice. Gather around, children. <laughs> gather around. 
And <laughs> they, they gather and he unveils it. And then Wit decides that he's going to have everyone guess. What is this invention? And it's apparently labeled Wit's Flop because one of the kids says it as though they're reading it. And they're like, Wit's Flop? What's that? What does it mean? Like, that's a weird name for an invention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Wit explains, well, it doesn't do anything. It's a flop. It was a failure. It was supposed to do something, and it doesn't do that. And he has them try to guess. And he has Davy try to guess. And uh, it's kind of shown Davy, Davy takes a poke around. He's, like, encouraged enough to poke around in it. And yeah, he pulls on levers. He opens up part of the... Um part of the invention, and then he is pulling on, I wasn't clear. Like a lever or something. Yeah, a lever, and it snaps off. Mm -hmm. And all the kids laugh at him, and it's it's a bummer, because it's right as he is figuring things out, and Wit is being really encouraging, like, yeah, that's right, that's right, and he's kind of following the steps of how this machine works, and he breaks the lever, and all the kids laugh, and Wit's like, well, go on. And Davy just is bummed out and leaves. And this is one of the, um, this is also kind of commentary, but mm-hmm. I feel like Wit took a tone at that point where he was shouting after Davy that we mm-hmm. don't hear a lot later on. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is one of those instances in which the voice actor is like settling into the character. And yeah, it is like a, a tone of voice that you won't hear from Wit very often. It's like a little bit sharper. Um, that he sometimes takes with kids who are misbehaving, but I think it's just him being like, oh, Davy, come back. You know, it's not meant to be harsh, but it's like an interesting little, uh, it's kind of a reminder that this is like very early in the series. Mm -hmm. At least that's how it feels to me whenever I hear those incongruous character moments or like character acting choices. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. Um, but plot wise, Davy goes outside and is bummed and Wit comes after him and encourages him a bunch and encourages him to try to fix uh the flop is that what happens well the point that wit makes to him is um davy's he's asking davy what are you gonna do about it since you broke it and he's like nothing i guess haven't i done enough and wit's like well frankly no Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's right the least you can do is try to fix it um, because you are responsible for this. Yeah, it's like a, you've got to take responsibility at the very least, so come in and fix what you broke, and after that, it's up to you. You can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it is a good lesson, um, aside from what the episode is teaching overall. It's just another example of how Wit is like a very morally consistent character, regardless of what the episode is trying to teach. There's like a lot of gems just by... Characters be good characters, you know? Mm-hmm. So Wit, um, they, they go and there's like a little montage of them working together on it as they try to um, recreate this machine that was supposed to be a photocopier. Davy figures it out and Wit's like, hey, you knew all along. And he's like, yeah, I know. Um, he figured, he it, figured out. it out earlier and Wit mentions it. And um, there's a montage of them working together on it. Little successes and failures. Mm-hmm. And then sometime later, um, undisclosed, the amount of time that passes. Maybe that same day? Maybe that same day. We don't know. Um, I'm assuming it's all the coyotes and other kids at Wit's End who are present when Mm -hmm. they decide to unveil this invention to the kids. And Wit introduces it as um, 
it's his flop, but it's been fixed, and Davy is the one who fixed it. And the kids are immediately skeptical. They're like, oh no, better get away. <laughs> Anything Davy touches is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they're like having an attitude about it, and Wit's like, oh, come on, everybody be nice. Davy, explain it. And he's like, well, we did a different with the machine, and now it does something else. Uh, he goes to plug it in, and then, I guess... It short-circuits. Yeah, it short-circuits, so everyone's like, oh, did you make a machine that blew up? Oh, so and, funny. And Davy, who's very discouraged, runs out again, mm -hmm. and Wit... Wit doesn't pursue him immediately. He comes and finds him a little bit later, holding mm -hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, significantly and weirdly being like, hmm, good pizza, try some pizza, and Davy is like, no, thank you. And it's, like, very obvious that this is relevant somehow, but Davy is, like, not having it. Um, and then, what, how does the conversation turn at that point? I remember, like, the things that happened. I remember he brings up Romans 8.28 mm -hmm. and speaks about how God uses all things for good and not that all things are good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a really good way to put it. Um, yeah, I think he just encourages Davy to persevere despite failure and encourages him that failure is just, like, going to be a part of it, like, a part of our life experience. But what's important is um, that we look to God to redeem and keep trying and don't let it stop us. Mm -hmm. Is that accurate? I think so. Yeah, and then, of course, some kids ride by on their bikes, and they're like, thanks for the pizza, Davy." And he's like, what? And Wit is like, don't you know, the oven that you invented, we used it to cook some pizza. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And I, apparently the, the, the wire shorted because Tom had turned on the garbage disposal at the same time, and I don't really understand how wires work. They overloaded the circuit. Yeah, there you go. And the fuse blew. Fuse is sort of um, the line of defense in protecting the rest of the circuit from see, being destroyed. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know you were going to get an elect, like an elect, an electricity lesson. What would you call this? I I don't know. I oh, I studied physics in college. I've done nothing with lesson. it. But... It's like a bonus material for our listeners. Yeah. So Davy, he's like, oh my gosh, it wasn't my fault after all. And Wit's like, no. And then, and then I think after that point comes the part where Wit says, what are you going to do next time you fail? And Davy is like, oh, next time. Next and time. Wit's like, of course, you're going to fail again and again and again. And that's That's life. part of life. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very realistic advice. Mm -hmm. And Davy says, he's like, well, I'm not going to give up. That's for sure. And Wit says, that's the important thing. And it's very good and encouraging. And I think what happens... Oh, Davy gets really excited. That's right. Yeah, they this... walk back to what's end together, and mm -hmm. Davy gets really excited about his oven. He's going to sell it to Patent restaurants. It and sell gonna... pizza line. And Wit's like, watch out, Davy. Watch, watch out, out for the trash, trash can. can. And Davy trips and is like, whoa, maybe I should be more careful. Maybe we should get inside first. <laughs> and this is, I think, what I would categorize... I think this counts as an episode that ends with everybody laughing. Yeah. Would you say so? This I, episode ends with everybody laughs. Everybody laughs. This is like a type of episode that Odyssey has, probably more so in the like earlier half than in like later on. And it's like totally, I feel like a very like 80s, 90s trope. Oh, yeah. Of like all serialized kids stuff. Everybody laughs at some random joke that is usually relevant to the episode. 
But you there know, you go. Davy and Wit chuckle to each other. They end the episode on a high note. Yeah. But of course, that's not the actual end of the episode because Chris. we go back to Chris. There's always Chris in these early days. So yeah, we go back to Chris. And uh, she and the plumber are fixing things. Did he fix the sink at this point? He fixes the sink, but they still have the water everywhere. Mm-hmm. All over the floor. Like, I'm sorry, Chris. Sorry, I'm such a bad plumber. Who was that dude? And she's like, it was Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Oh my gosh. And you're like, wow, that's cool. And I was like, that's one of the things that I remembered from this episode. Same. <laughs> I was like, who could it be? I think it's Abraham Lincoln. I just have that vague sense. In the back of my mind, I was like, Abraham Lincoln, I think this one. And then Thomas Edison is definitely coming up later. Yeah, Thomas Edison, maybe George Washington, I think at some point is mm-hmm. going to be... Chris likes to give these little teasers beforehand and then answer the question afterwards. It's it's a perfectly fun little device that they've got going on. And Chris is a delight. Chris is a delight. And I understand why there's less of her later on, but she's a delight. And that's just about it. Yeah, I think that's the entire recap. That's the recap. And the discussion. I kind of already touched on like the major thing... That hit me during this episode as I was listening to it. It was that part um, where Wit is encouraging Davy to look at the machine and Davy is figuring it out step by step. Like, this pulls that, that pulls this, this goes here. And Wit's really excited, like, yes, 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 that's right, that's right. And then Davy breaks the thing and he's like, oh no, I broke it. And Wit's like, oh, what does it do? Like, that, like, for, don't, never mind that. And he's still really excited, and then Davy is just like, I can't believe I broke it. And I feel like that is oftentimes how it is with mistakes and even, like, sin a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It was, like, kind of on my mind, like, you know, when you feel really bad for messing up, it's so hard not to just dwell on it and be like, I messed up. And then... Just to envision God as being like, well, never mind that. I was like, is that like a little bit inaccurate? And I was like thinking about how forgiveness is just like that lightning fast. Like if your heart is in the right attitude of like, I'm sorry, God forgives you like that quickly and is ready to be excited about your growth. Like those are the things he cares about. He's so excited about us. It was like a sweet little tiny moment of interaction that I felt like kind of encapsulated that and it is like a little bit food for thought just had me thinking about how quick God's forgiveness is Mm -hmm. I don't know how about you any fun takeaways or thoughts kind of in the same vein um we see throughout Odyssey the entire series that Wit is sort of I don't want to say the stand-in for God but he very much um mirrors the same kind of love Mm -hmm. that God has for us um, onto the children who visit Wit's End mm-hmm. and the other people in the community. Um, and I was encouraged that from the get-go, that's a part of his character, even as they're still figuring out who exactly Wit is, what Wit's End is like, what Odyssey is. Um, yeah, I, um, I think what really stuck with me in this episode is its treatment of mistakes and of the shame that we often feel after making them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because 
not just our own internal voice, but often the voice of our peers are saying things that um, reflect the lies of Satan, sort mm-hmm. of. The, the <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It sounds extreme, but it's true. Like, especially kids. Kids can mm-hmm. be kind of cruel. They're just, like, unfiltered, you know, but it's true. And it's, like, those voices and opinions that Satan can use against you also. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a little bit of both, maybe. These voices that are saying, oh, you have no worth because you haven't been able to do anything right, or... Um, because you made a mistake once, you'll never be able to do anything right after that. And mm-hmm. that's not true at all. And I think it's really encouraging to have wit in both a loving and firm way refute that. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of wish I had grown up with this episode as a kid because yeah. deep thought here, I dealt with a lot of shame as a child <laughs> over mistakes. Yeah. Um, kind of rooted in your personality a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you care deeply about details. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's something that I think listening to Odyssey even over the past year has helped me to recognize and grow through, which mm-hmm. has been wonderful. It's good teaching, y'all. Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. These characters are great. And it's like, well, it's just, it's the ministry of the body of Christ, these writers had in mind to be teaching kids and families good lessons. Um, This is one of the episodes that includes a Bible verse. Um, Not all of them do, I don't think. True, and often, maybe not often. It doesn't feel, it didn't feel intrusive this time. It felt very, like natural. And it was a neat, I think it was a neat application of Romans 8.28. I feel like there are a lot of Bible verses about like, oh, you can f- fall down and God picks you up. That's not the Bible. That's a terrible paraphrase, but you know what I mean? There, there are other verses that uh, they could have used. It's not always clear or straightforward which ones they pick for each episode. Um, I feel like that thought went nowhere. But you know what I'm trying to say? There's like a... Like, they don't always make the obvious choice. No, they don't always make the obvious choice. Sometimes it's very obvious that the episode was built around the verse, and sometimes it is obvious that the episode was made and they had to think of an applicable verse. I feel like this one was more the latter, but not in a bad way at all. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Boom. <laughs> Brought it back. Uh, the latter is a little bit more true to life, too. That's true. Yeah. Where you enter these situations and... The verses that you have or carry with you, mm-hmm. um, the Holy Spirit brings them to your mind and you can use them to encourage mm-hmm. other believers. Very true. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like there's one example in an episode, we'll get there at some point, but there's one episode that's like pure silliness and hijinks and they, at the end, Chris gives you a Bible verse and I remember us being <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. This episode was just silly fun, but mm-hmm. we can have a Bible verse. Yeah. I don't remember what episode. We'll all discover it together. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll find it. Eventually. We'll know which one it is. Along this road. Uh, should we say anything else about character really quick? We kind of already touched on... Um, yeah, we touched on Wit. Wit and Tom and Davy for that matter. Yeah, I think Davy and Ralph, those are the two, and maybe Amanda, I think, was one of the girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of them come back. I don't either. We will find out, but this is definitely an early era where the kids are not as consistent as characters as they will be later on. Um, 
what else to say about them chillins. The chillins? Them chillins. I think they write children really well. They do. And oh. that said, oh, hey, hello, puppy. You might just have to listen to this neighbor dog for a second because I don't know if it's going to stop barking. But I was going to say, um, the writing is pretty good and the acting is pretty good. It gets better. It's not to say that it's bad. It's just listening now, you can tell it's not what it's going to become. Uh, people, like the actors, whoever they have, like they get way more comfortable in their characters and the way that the kids do dialogue and everything, it just becomes more lifelike and more fluid. This was still, like, it was still apparent that this was people reading a script, but not distractingly so. Yeah, it still felt like characters on a stage mm -hmm. acting yeah, out. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Acting out the scenes, and you can kind of suspend your disbelief mm -hmm. uh, listening to it, but the later episodes are much more immersive. You kind of lose yourself in the setting and in the story and mm -hmm. in the characters a lot more than I think you can in these early episodes. It doesn't... Uh, well, I think because we also have the set dressing of Chris. Of Chris, yeah, being like, now let's visit Odyssey. Yeah, that does kind of pull you into it in a different way. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. It's not bad. But it's interesting, and I will say it was interesting for me growing up with it and then listening to it with you last year, mm -hmm. and I remember thinking like, oh gosh, do I remember it being better than it actually is? I was like, what if I just have rose-colored glasses from childhood? And thinking like, this isn't really the Odyssey that I remember. I didn't, um, I didn't have the album one uh, as a kid. I think I gathered that one to my collection probably in high school or junior high. So I remember thinking throughout this whole first album, like, oh gosh, are they all just like, they, it seems so short and so small, and yet it's roughly 20 minutes, and that's about the length of all of the episodes that Odyssey has, despite, you know, aside from two-parters, three-parters. And... Uh, now re-listening to it, knowing that Odyssey grows and develops, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. Because I wasn't stressing about being like, wait, is this how all of Odyssey is? <laughs> I was kind of able to just take it for what it was, and I really liked it. Able to enjoy it yeah. to the fullest extent. Yeah. I feel like I enjoyed it entirely the first listen through, just because I was so excited yeah, to be listening like, to oh Odyssey. Oh my gosh, it's Odyssey. <laughs> it was just, I had such warm fuzzies Aww. hearing Wit's voice. Yeah, I had some warm fuzzies today. Hearing Wit and Chris. It was a good time. Odyssey is like coming home. It is. It's like, yeah. It's like a weird second home that you feel like exists. They just, they did a good job, those actors and those writers. They give it a lot of life. Odyssey's good, y'all. Odyssey is good. How many times am I going to say that through the course of these podcasts? You know, like 20 times an episode. 20 times. Hey guys, guess what? Odyssey's good. Yeah, it'll become one of my catchphrases. I know that I'm going to have some. I don't know what they'll be, but that's one of them. We'll figure them out as any, we go along. Do you have any catchphrases? I, if I do, I'm not aware of them. They're going to become... They'll, they'll develop organically. That's how good podcasts do. And that's our excuse for why this episode is so rough. <laughs> I thought we did a good job. <laughs> we, we just have to clip out some parts where we were like, wait, let me think. Yeah. 
I think once we do that, it'll be nice and perfect and clean. And like I said, if there's one thing podcast listeners love, it's the podcasters talking about how much they're going to keep and how much they're going to cut. The process. It's so true. You all love it. I know you do. You <laughs> love it. You love it. You say that because you love it. I do. It's great. It's great audio. And podcasts are like, oh, no, here we are talking about our podcast. Oh, we better get to the material. Yeah, so Odyssey. So Odyssey, Maybe guys. that'll be my catchphrase. So Odyssey. Yeah, you can you can reel me in when I'm too busy talking about our own podcast. <laughs> the meta-commentary. The meta-commentary. Okay, this ended on a great meta-commentary note. So do you want to give us our outro if you remember how I, it goes? I don't remember how it goes. Uh, I think it is just thank you for joining us on this pod adventure in Odyssey. I think you're right. All right, I'll do it then. Okay. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this pod adventure in Odyssey. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>